Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And now, broadcasting live from the Elevation 5280 Sports Studios in Denver, Colorado, this is Sports Shorts with Matt Mascarenas. I'm not a smart man. But you can be encouraged that they went in there and gave it their best shot. I feel the Colorado State Rams are definitely looking up, and it's about time. It's about time, especially for Coach Bobo there. Optimistic? Yes. Optimistic with with CU? Hell yes. Air Force proud of them. It's awesome to see. You always love to watch that type, and especially with me, you always love to see that type of football team. Unbelievable. Thank you very little. Relax. All right, don't try to strike everybody out. Strikeouts are boring. Besides that, they're fashion. Throw some ground ball. It's more democratic. Now, Matt is on. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I am Matt Mascarenas. Welcome back to another edition of Sports Shorts right here on Elevation5280sports.com. Before we get into it, thank you for listening to me once again on Elevation5280sports.com. Whether you're listening via the website, uh, one of the apps, uh, I, uh, it's a uh, mix, mix cloud is one. And the TuneIn app is the other way to get uh, into us or able to listen to us. But if you want any help or any uh, issue, if you're having issues downloading uh, and listening to the show live on any of those apps, please go to the website, elevation and you can hit the listen live button there. Or you can, uh, like I said, follow the directions to download uh, the apps and listen to us there. But if you can't do that, you can't figure that out, I get it. I understand. We got podcast. We are on pretty much every major podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, all that mumbo jumbo, Anchor. Um, you can catch us there. Great shows and great podcasts on throughout the week. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. You will not find any other shows like the ones we have anywhere else, anywhere else. And if you do uh, try to try to, um, I don't know, um, subscribe, maybe, you know, subscribe to the podcast. You can get this show. You can get other shows. Like I said, we have great shows. And if it prompts you, please leave us a rating and or a review five stars and all that good stuff helps us out, helps us get to other people so they can enjoy our shows and our podcasts uh, here on Elevation 58 Sports dot com. But today. Oh, boy. I mean, if did I don't I don't know what you had planned this weekend. I really don't. I mean, I had some plans. I ha, I I was planning on watching the Packer 49er game, of course. If you know me, you know I'm a Packer fan. If you've listened to the show before, you know I am a Packer fan, Green Bay Packer fan, Aaron Rodgers stan. I got a picture of his toe in my uh, in in my studio office here. I'm just kidding. I don't have that. I would love to get a picture of his toe. I should get a picture of his toe actually. Planning on watching that game for sure. If I could get to it, I had some stuff I had to do during the afternoon, but if I get to it, I was going to watch that Cincinnati-Tennessee game. Sunday, I was plan- I, I had plans to go ice fishing all day long, and I did. But let's, we're just going to start. So there's a lot of, it's going to be football heavy today. I'm just going to go right out there. It's going to be football heavy. 
we got head coaches head coach search going on you know especially here locally the denver broncos uh we are a denver show uh me in particular denver broncos uh local team football team all that mumbo jumbo so yeah i got some we we will talk about the broncos if you're here for bronco talk we will talk about broncos but it's going to be a heavy football show i will maybe get into a little bit of basketball maybe we will see if not i will save basketball for wednesday we'll get into nba on wednesday a lot of stuff i want to talk about there um a lot of things happened over the past week you know, you know, Kyrie Irving's back, the Lakers drama. I love Sal. I, I just love getting in and rolling around with the Lakers drama. I love it. Uh, there's that. There's, you know, I want to get in. I want to get into more than Nikola Jokic uh, MVP, the MVP race as a whole. But but I'm just I'm just so locked in on football right now that I think we're going to we're just today might be loaded up with football. It might be loaded up with football. And the games on Saturday, I did not know, I did not know we were going to have that good of a game with Cincinnati and Tennessee. I didn't anticipate that. I didn't know what I was going to get out of that game. Because you have a team in the Tennessee Titans who who have shown that they can be dominant, who have number one seed. They got the number one seed. Whether you want to look at them like they were a fraudulent number one seed or not, they were the number one seed. They were the best team in the in the AFC. You know, Kansas City doesn't lose that game to Cincinnati. Um, there's some other issues. You know, they would be the number one seed. But I don't know if it really matters at this point. Or it, it mattered at that point um, on Saturday or going forward because – if the Bengals win, they beat the Titans, you know, they're going to have to go in, in case they're going to have to go to KC or Buffalo anyway. Right. So the the home field stuff really didn't matter. It was mainly mostly if Tennessee wins, then, you know, they get a host KC and Buffalo or Buffalo. I didn't really know what to expect from that game. Yeah. Joe Burrow in his it, I mean, it, it's, it's it's basically a second season because he's because I mean, he tore his ACL last season. So I just just the things that he was he has done in the amount of time that he had to do them and the issues that he had coming into the league, it's it's pretty damn impressive. Pretty damn impressive. So I really didn't know what to think of the Cincinnati Bengals, which just just all that, you know, the dude, he's he's a champion. He's got he's got big balls. He loves to smoke cigars. I mean, he's just got he's just oozing like I'm supposed to be here energy. You could see it in his post game press conferences is his when you talk to him after. I mean, you can see it. The dude is just oozing confidence like he's supposed to do this. He's supposed to be here. This is what's supposed to happen. It's just another day for him. But I didn't know if that was if if he was going to play bad on the field. I, I didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't know if that team as a whole, the Cincinnati Bengals, was going to be up for the task. Zach Taylor, young coach. You know, he's one of them. He's one of those uh, uh, wonder kids, right? 
He's one of those ones that everybody talks about, one of those coaches everybody talks about that they want to get. They want to have one of those guys on their staff because of Sean McVay, because of what Kyle Shanahan has done. Uh, Guys like that, Zach, Zach Taylor, I'm talking about him right now, of what they have done with their teams. And being so young, offensive minded, all that mumbo jumbo, what they have done to this point. He's one of those guys. But again, it's it's I mean the first time they've been in the playoffs. Um gosh, were they in that? I think they were in the 2016. Did they make the 2016 playoffs? I can't remember for sure. But it's a young team. It's a young Cincinnati. Bengals football team, and they're playing Tennessee. Now you look at Tennessee. Yeah, they they don't have the quarterback Tannehill. Nobody nobody's going to no. You're not going to confuse Tannehill for a clutch guy. You're not going to confuse Tannehill and say he's gonna he's gonna come and make a play for you. The Titans, everything was working out for them. They got back Derrick Henry. I mean that was like the whole thing. The Titans the whole the whole thing with the Tennessee Titans. The reason why they don't they don't essentially need one of those quarterbacks they can get by with Tannehill's because they have one of those running backs in Derrick Henry, a a generational running back. And he he looked like he was he didn't even miss a beat. So with the defense that the the way the Tennessee Titans like to play football is is kind of what what the what the whole prototypical Run the ball, control the foot, control the clock, and then play defense. And I get all that, you know, but you have, you got A.J. Brown. You got guys you could throw the ball to. You got Julio, Julio Jones. A.J. Brown had five receptions for 142 yards and a touchdown. So if you look at Tennessee, I mean they're not they didn't just they didn't come out and just pound the football like you were thinking they would, you know. Yeah, they rushed Derrick Henry 20 times. 62 yards, he got a touchdown. But he didn't he didn't have that takeover that takeover game where he just punishes the defense and they just he just destroys them. And end game situation that's with the beat up defense like that, you know, and usually Tennessee wins games like this. Tennessee wants to wants to be involved in a game where the score is 19 to 16, but they are the ones that are supposed to have 19, not 16. So everything was going to plan for the Tennessee Titans, even even if Ryan Tannehill throwing three interceptions. Here come the Bengals, right? I mean, here come the freaking Bengals. Burrow, Burrow is. I mean, they're. We don't know what Baker's going to do. We don't know what if if the Steelers are going to get you know if Aaron Rodgers is going to go over there. Russell Wilson doesn't sound like Mike Tallman wants anything to do with drafting a quarterback and you know wiping his butt and you know powder powdering him, changing his diaper. I don't think Mike Tallman wants anything to do anything to do with a young quarterback. But the Cincinnati Bengals are probably going to be tops in the NFC North for this foreseeable future, barring injuries, barring anything like that. We're going to see what the Pittsburgh Steelers look like. Like I just mentioned, we're going to see if Baker Mayfield comes back. I don't know. We're going to see all that. We're going to see what that looks like. 
The Ravens are still with if is, is is Jackson going to be healthy healthy? All that good stuff there. But the Cincinnati freaking Bengals, they're here. They're here. J- Joe Burrow. I don't even care what happened. I don't, I don't yes, the Bengals already beat the Chiefs, and but going into Arrowhead is different than what they had to do a couple weeks left in the season, the regular season. It's gonna be a lot different. And I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to doubt Joe Burrow because of up to this point, it'd be stupid to doubt the guy and what he can do. But there's a lot, there's a lot going against him, or going against him and that team with a top. I mean, I don't, I don't even know I don't even know what class you put in Kansas City. We'll actually get into more of that on the other side and down the road in other segments. But I gotta. I, I got I got to bury I got to bury the Packers I got to bury in Rogers and the Packers and we'll do that next. Hang tight right here elevation58sports.com. Hey, Michael Spillin here for the Flash Hauler Driving App, a convenient app for on-demand furniture moving, vehicle towing, and courier service. If you like being out on the road, not having people breathing down your neck, pressuring you to get stuff done by deadlines and time limits, join our fleet on the Flash Hauler Driving App. Earn money by driving your pickup or van, be your own boss, making your own schedule, not to mention the feeling of helping truckless people getting their furniture moved to wherever they need. If vehicle towing is more in your arena, we provide that service as well. And if you don't have a truck or a van, no worries. The app enables you to do courier gigs. It's an easy process to sign up and get approved to be part of the Flash Hauler Hero team. Be proud of what you do while you do it at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Grab your phone, download and install the Flash Hauler, that's F-L-A-S-H-O-L-R driver app, or visit our website, H-O-L-R-apps.com, getting it hauled in a flash. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by the Flash Hauler driver app, helping people move in a flash. The Green Bay Packers, man. Aaron, Aaron freaking Rodgers. Holy smokes. I mean, the, the freaking guy's 0-4. I, I just, here's the thing. The freaking San Francisco 49ers. You're 0-4 against the San Francisco freaking 49ers. You're 0-3 in the NFC Championship games. I'm sorry. What is it? Is it Owen? Yeah, it's Owen three. Yeah. Like, I mean, get more depressed now than I'm than I'm really thinking about. But about how how the how bad it is to be so good during the regular season. I wouldn't say bad. I just just say annoying for fans like me. How you can be so good during the regular season, dominant. Matt LaFleur, 13 wins in his first three seasons, 12-plus wins in his in his first three seasons as a head coach. First person to ever do that outside of, what is it, Jim Harbaugh. And you have home field advantage. You you got it. <laughs> you got the, the one of the best home field advantages in the league. And you can't beat the San Francisco 49ers. You can't beat Jimmy Garoppolo, who tried to give the game away at least a handful of times 
Did he make plays? Yes, he made plays. But he gave... I mean, it was just... So So there's that, right? And then you got... So this is where I, I look at... I look at Aaron Rodgers. And you look at everything that Aaron Rodgers has done up until this point. His... his he spent 12, 12, 13 plus seasons, whatever, I think it was 12 or 13 seasons with John McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, sorry. Sorry, John. Sorry, Big John. And you, you were looking at Mike and you're saying, oh, it's his fault. You're pointing the, you're pointing the finger at Mike McCarthy because he, would, he was calling the plays. I mean, there would, be some, there would be a semblance of a running game and then all of a sudden he would go and have two series in a row where there was like six straight passes and, and, and three and outs. And that's that's what the biggest thing that I saw with the Mike McCarthy Aaron Rodgers situation, especially getting down towards the end of his of his of his tenure there in Green Bay, where they were they were barely winning ten games, they were breaking even. You know, Aaron Rodgers kept getting hurt. There was just they were not the defense was just god awful. And, you know, you could look at there was there was a little brief time there. Yeah, you had Jordy Nelson, you had Randall Cobb, but there really were weren't any receivers that were coming up yet. And then you had Devontae Adams start come along. So there was there was a brief time where the Packers, talent wise, weren't as good as they are now. So there's a lot of things you could like, okay, okay, okay. It's Mike McCarthy, right? Okay, yeah, get him out of here. Aaron, Aaron's going to be just fine. All right, we need a new defensive coordinator. We need we need more playmakers. We need more. We need a better running back. There, there, we were struggling a while for a little bit to find uh, some consistency at, at, at the running back position. You know, you're going back and forth with John, Jamal Williams. You, you draft Aaron Jones, and you're trying to bring him along. Um, we had the Lacey's experiments, the Ryan Grants, the – the um, I know I'm I'm missing some I'm I'm some the girl there I'm having a block but <clears throat> I understand there was all that all those issues all those issues but now you got Matt Lafleur who is who is from that Shanahan tree the West Coast the, the run game the 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 uh, the smash mouth type of situation that he brought from Tennessee. Remember, he was there in Tennessee. I think he had DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry. I think um, God, who else was there? There was they, there was there was some there were some running games, running attacks briefly there. I, I want to say DeMarco Murray was was with was there with Lafleur when he was an OC. I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong. But we saw what the run game could look like. You bring that to Green Bay. Okay, it's working. Like I said, we got Aaron Jones, we got Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams leaves. AJ Dillon steps up. What I noticed yesterday about that Packers game, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, was when AJ Dillon left the game. I think he had some rib injuries. Yeah, he had a crap rib, cracked rib. They they weren't running the ball as good. They weren't running the ball as well, I should say. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon was the type of back you needed for that football game. You needed a big power back. Aaron Jones is more of a scat back, is more of a I'm not saying he can't deliver the power, he can't deliver the boom, but he's 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 fast and he can get outside. AJ Dillon can catch passes too. But I felt like there was something different when AJ Dillon went out of that game. And 
we could we'll, we'll talk about the special teams real quick, just because I I want to say that that was, if I would put percentage of a blame, I think that's probably seventy percent of the blame. The San Francisco offense did not score a touchdown, folks. They didn't score a touchdown. The special teams blocked a punt and scored a touchdown. So this this is this is how bad like this is how bad that is that the special teams for the Packers is is you didn't even need the San Francisco offense to score a touchdown to win the game yesterday on, on Saturday. Okay, all right, stuff like that happens, right? Coming down to the end of the half, huge play to Aaron Jones over the top out of the backfield, a big run. I'm thinking you're going to score a touchdown. I'm thinking we're going to go up and the game's over. You're going to go into the, into, into halftime, 17 to, to, what was it, three at that time? I, I, I think that's pretty good chance the game's over, right? The conditions, Jimmy G, I, I mean, the game's over. You put the, you put pressure on Jimmy G to come out and make plays and, and, and at 17 to three, and you're thinking in your head, you know, he gave you some that you could have had. Stokes had one. Dropped it. Could have changed the game. Pick six. Could have been a pick six. Doesn't look up. Make the play. The block field goal at halftime was huge. Give it give it up to that, that San Francisco defense. Ben, but don't break. Make the plays when you need to. They stopped the Packers. I think they. I think somebody fumbled the football uh, going down there, and that's what like kind of knocked them out of there. And then. They the defense gets off the field, special teams comes on, blocks the field goal. I mean, you're going to go up 13, at least 13. Like, come on. All of that, you just pick off Jimmy Garoppolo, who was going in to score, who was going in to at least get, get in a, a, a field goal attempt. You pick him off. You have a huge play that comes down to, I think it was, I want to say, man, it was inside the 20. From Aaron Jones, the clock's ticking, the half's coming down. You're going to score points with a dead clock, with zeros on the clock. You're going to go in the locker room at halftime feeling pretty damn good. But no, your special teams gives up a blocked field goal. My God. Going to halftime, all right, whatever. Come out and you do absolutely nothing on offense the entire second half. And to me, that's on Rodgers. I don't want to hear any BS about play calls, any BS about the how how I don't want to hear it. If you're Aaron Rodgers, and I said this last year when they lost to Tampa Bay, I said this last, the previous year when they lost to San Francisco when Raheem Mozart ran for like 200 and some yards and Aaron Rodgers had had an opportunity to uh make a play make some plays down at the end just like last season when Aaron Rodgers had a chance to tuck the ball and run for the touchdown and then he's upset that they didn't go for it and they kick a field goal instead so remember all that stuff happening Aaron Rodgers needs to take over the football game like Tom Brady does like Pat Mahomes does like Josh Allen does he needs to take over the football game he didn't do that yesterday he didn't do it last year. He didn't do it the year before. There's something wrong, or I don't know if it's wrong, but there's just something not right 
with Aaron Rodgers when it comes to taking over football games. He can do it in the regular season. But in the playoffs, I don't know if he gets into it like, well, this has to be a team game. The whole team has to win this game. I don't know if that's a mindset he gets into, but make a play. Run around. Run. He was throwing the ball a little low. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's that 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 relaxed mentality, that lackadaisical mentality that is calm and cool. During the, it's okay to get away with during the preseason because you lose a game, you got another game next week or the, the regular season because if you lose a game, you got another game next week, so you can come out and be like, oh, you go on Pat McAfee's show and be, oh, you know, it's cool, man. It's all right, man. Uh, we're going to have another game. It's not a big deal, man. Play your guitar. Ding, 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 ding. ding. We're going to have another game next week. It's no big deal. Can't do that in the freaking playoffs, eh, Raj? You can't do that. I I don't see any fire out of this dude in the playoffs. I don't see any, like, three. I'm telling you, man, it's just so frustrating as a, as a Packer fan, as an Aaron Rodgers fan, to, to just think about you're 0-4 against one team in the playoffs. You're 0-4 against, against in, in the playoffs in general, you have not won. You're in an AFC Championship game. You're 0 3. It's just, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I want to cry. Because the things that this guy does and the things that this guy can do during the regular season, and he absolutely doesn't do any of it during the playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers corners were hurt. That secondary's beat up. You got Devontae Adams, Randall, Randall Cobb. Lazard, I mean, you weren't you weren't running for your life all day, Raj, Aaron, Rogers, number twelve, John Wick Jr. I don't know, you weren't running for your life. You, it's not like you didn't have time back there. And if you didn't have time, then get out and make a play happen. Watch your boy discount double check over there. Do, or a uh, uh, discount? He should be Patrick Holmes should be the new discount double check because you. You aren't discounting or double-checking anything in the playoffs. There's no belt. There's nothing. I don't know what this guy's going to do next season. I really don't. I have no clue. At first, I thought during the summer, he was never going to play for the Green Bay Packers again. But the Green Bay Packers bent over backwards. They did everything that Aaron Rodgers wanted them to do. Got Randall Cobb. Got this guy, got that guy. And even still, he was bitching. Aaron Rodgers, he was still bitching about the Alec, when they let Alex Van Pelt go. That's another guy, real quick before we get out of here, that if you want to get, if you want to make this place look appealing, if you want to make your house look appealing for a guy like Aaron Rodgers to come and move into, could that be somebody you throw on, find a way to get on your staff? I'm not saying head coach. OC, quarterback coach? I don't know. I don't know. Could be, though. But I don't know where Aaron Rodgers goes from here. If they win the Super Bowl, if they go to the, go to the NFC Championship game, if they go to the Super Bowl, there's a chance he retires. Or he stays. Now, I don't know. 
is, is Aaron Rodgers going to look at Green Bay and Matt LaFleur and everything they got there and be like, well, I, I need to go. Is it going to be like Peyton Manning, but but kind of different? You know, Peyton Manning w- was pushed out because of his surgery, and then you have you have the number one draft pick, and you have Andrew Luck to select. So it's kind of difficult there. You're going to get pushed. That's not the same situation with the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers wants out, he's going to have to get traded. A lot of things are going to happen and going to affect whether or not Aaron Rodgers stays with the Green Bay Packers. We got to keep an eye on Devontae Adams. Got to keep an eye on that situation. Keep an eye on where these coaches go. If Hackett goes somewhere else, if Hackett's gone, if if uh, Getzey is gone, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers comes back. We got to look at that too. A lot, a lot of curious stuff going down. A lot of things that could happen and could change the landscape. I, and another, another thing, too, does Aaron Rodgers want to stay in that NFC because NFC? he's got a freaking – you're going to have to play the 49ers in the playoffs sometimes. Get, you're 0-4 after you said that uh, they should be upset, they should be mad that they they, they they didn't draft me or I'm going to make them remember. Some some BS like that, you're 0-4 in the playoffs or 1-4 and or something like that. Did, they, did he ever beat the – I don't even know if he's ever beaten the San Francisco. I just remember Colin Kaepernick and his Woody uh, – Woody, Running around like Woody from Toy Story uh, in in Lambeau Field, I remember I remember him doing all that BS. I remember watching them in San Francisco, Raheem Mostert running all over him, Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. Guys, this is what we're doing. I'm just I'm just a frustrated Packer fan right now. We're gonna get out of here. Come back on the other side. We're gonna get into the games yesterday, the Bills, the Chiefs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the L.A. Rams. My goodness, what a day of football. Hang tight. Right here, Elevation528Sports.com. NFL Analysis Network is your one-stop source for coverage of all 32 teams. We provide in-depth analysis, news, and opinions about all things football. Since you're online anyway, check out NFLanalysis.net. Elevation5280Sports exclusive new teammate on the gridiron. There's nothing better than sitting in your local barber shop talking sports with everyone. We understood the, the, the sacrifices that we were making. We understood the condition and the, and the landscape that we were going into along with the bubble. And Sorry, not with LeBron James. Join Daryl Lane with special guest host Kenny Sim from 24-7 Sports on Barbershop Sports Talk. Every Monday evening at 8 Mountain, it'll be like you're back in the chair getting a fresh cut. One of these teams, Kenny, is going to be out of the playoffs. We are going to have Kenny. A 10-win team not in the playoffs. When I tell you that, how crazy is that to you? That we can have a team with 10 wins not make the playoffs? Yeah, yeah it's really it's really crazy. It's really sad for a team that's going to have 10 wins and going to be on, on the outside looking in. You know, the uh, NFL went about and having an additional team this year qualified for the playoffs at seven teams per conference. It's supposed to be easier to make the playoffs. And this year, it looks like it's, it's harder to make the playoffs, especially in the AFC. I mean, realistically, you know, looking at the schedule, be talking about a team being left out with 11 wins next week. 11. Once again, catch Barbershop Sports Talk every Monday evening at 8, only on Elevation5280sports.com. Careful, Careful. it's tough to breathe up here. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by the NFL Analysis Network, your one-stop source for all 32 teams. I'm, I'm like... So I, I go ice fishing yesterday, right? I wake up early, and I got the plan in my mind. I'm going to go ice fishing early, and I'm going to get some fishing in. Maybe I catch some fish, bring home some lunch, some dinner, fish tacos, whatever, right? 
I did catch some fish. Didn't bring any home though. Not uh, not nothing that I not nothing that I wanted to bring in bring home. But anyway, I come home. I uh, actually I I swing by and I pick up my kid, my oldest son, who was spent the night at at grandma and grandpa's. I pick him up and I go down in the basement. I say I go to talk to my dad. I'm listening to the game on the way home. Tampa Bay's just dominating. Uh, I'm sorry, L.A. is just dominating Tampa Bay. Brady can't do anything. He's overthrowing people. He's underthrowing. He's throwing behind, blah, blah, blah. He just can't get it going. The run game can't go on. They can't do anything. I go down and talk to my dad, and and he's uh, watching the game, and I watch it, and I'm like, man. He goes, they're really, I was listening to the radio on the way home or, or on the way here, and they're just playing awful. He goes, yeah, it's they're, they look like crap. Brady, Brady doesn't look good, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just thinking like, man, is this it? This is, that's it. I get home and it's, it's still 28, three. And I, I don't, can't remember how many minutes are left, but it, there wasn't a lot. Right. I'm looking at it and I'm like, God, is this, do we, do I even, do I even dare say that this game's over? Do I even dare to look at Tom Brady and say, yeah, this game's over. There's no shot. It's done. I said, I told I told myself, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's see. Let's see what happens. I had other things that I could have done. You know, actually I did. I did I you do the normal things you do when you get back from a fishing trip. You just unload. You kind of the whole point I'm trying to make right now is I did not Look at this situation. I was I was aware of the score. I was aware of the game. But I didn't look at it as I got to get home and go turn on the TV and watch this football game. I did what I was doing. I had the game on in the background. I'm watching it. I'm listening to it. I'm trying to pay attention as much as I can to see what happens or what doesn't happen. Then I want to say, I want to say they turn the ball over. The Rams do. Or Tom Tom might have came, he might have scored. They might have scored, and it was ten to twenty eight to ten. Some it was something like that. And or maybe it was twenty. No, it was twenty seven. I keep saying twenty eight. It was twenty seven. And I I'm looking at it. And I'm like, huh? Because I think Matt Gay missed a field, missed a field goal or missed the extra point, and then it made it twenty seven ten. Or they they scored, and then there was like a blocked field goal. I think after the block field goals, when I started to watch, I was like, hey, I got us. It's it's freaking Tom Brady. Okay. It, it, are we going to do is, is he going to do this? This crap again? Like, is this guy going to do this again? So, I, I yeah, I sit down and start watching. I grab my beer. I start watching it. And holy freaking cow. Here, here we go. Hey, Cooper Cup fumbles. Another fumble. They go out and score another fumble. Uh, L.A. I'm like, L.A.'s losing this game. Matt Stafford, what what is going on? No freaking way this is happening again with the Tom Brady in the situation, a Tom Brady in in the equation, a Tom Brady a part of a football game where they're down that much and it's happening again. The freaking guy is coming back. Here we go. <laughs> Here we freaking go. Tom Brady Ties up the football game. I and I'm I'm just like it, it was well. There was a handoff to Leonard Fournette on a fourth and one, and 
I'm just like, and okay, let's let's talk about that scenario real quick. That whole play right there, because I got it written down in my notes. Okay, and and I saw this too coming down the stretch there. You you want to talk about you want to beat up the referees and you want to shit on the referees, but you have to give credit where credit is due. And if you aren't a ball watcher, oh, real quick, stay tuned for my last segment here. My new my new uh, segment is is ball watchers, and we're gonna get into all that. I'll tell you what a ball watcher is. Blah blah blah. But you talk about ball watchers not giving credit where credit is due and not noticing when an officiating crew has made an adjustment, okay? And it was also, too, it was also with Tampa Bay. It was also Tampa Bay. Tom Brady in the center, I watched that. I watched it all. And Hockey Lee, Hockey Lee was running, was 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 the was the white hat on that game, the referee on that game. So he was, they were, that crew was prepared for this situation. I guarantee you they were prepared for this situation. Long play, I think it might have even been a run. Here's there's the umpire running in there. The the center put the ball down and just backed up and let let go. I think Tom Brady might have even tried to give the ball to the to the to the referee or the umpire. One of the two. But they go in there. I saw the umpire go down and touch the ball. It wasn't set correctly. They actually gave them the first down. The play, the ball was not set correctly. And they had to move it back. Tick, 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 tick. At the same time, there's clock. The clock is running off the clock. You ought to understand, too, another thing about this. This is professional football. This isn't college football. When you get a first down in college football, because of this situation, because of things like this, this is why this is why the clock stops. Because in college football, the clock will stop on a gain first down and you the the ball will start will start out on the on the wind. The referee will wind the clock to start. It won't start on the, it'll start on the ready, not on the snap, I should say. Now, I don't know if you understand. Again, I don't know how many ball watchers I got listening to me right now. On the ready means when the play, the ball, the ball is ready for play. It does not mean when the ball is snapped. That's two different things. Sometimes the clock will start on the snap, but most of the time in that situation, it'll start on the ready. If the clock is stopped in that situation, like that on a first down play in college football, the ball will, the clock will start on the ready unless his forward progress went out of bounds. Did not happen in this situation. They got in there. They they fixed the spot. They made sure the spot was correct. They stopped the clock. They even had to look at it. I think LA even called a timeout in that situation. They got it right. The referees got it right. Next play, uh, I want to say it was a long pass. And uh, was it Grant? No, it was Mike. I want to say it was Mike Evans. Maybe it was Mike. No, it was Cameron Brait. It was Cameron Brait. And it was a long pass. Over, I want to say it was over the middle. The back judge, who was in position, who was in the position, spotted the ball, were ready to go, no issues whatsoever. Time didn't tick off the clock. Unnecessary time didn't tick off the clock, I should say. We're rolling. If you aren't a ball watcher, you notice that. But if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, but you want them to change the rules, you want them to do things differently, but you don't know what the hell you're talking about, you didn't notice that. Hats off to the officials on that play. They got it right. They figured it out. Tom Brady, hands off Leonard Fournette. Touchdown. I, I'm thinking, okay, we're going in overtime. No way Matt Stafford is going to do this. No way the Tampa Bay defense lets him, gives up this. No way. No way, right? Hats off to freaking Matt Stafford. A 
gorgeous. So you had the dime, you had the strike to Cooper Cup to get him, I think it was like 20-something, 20 23, to get him uh, around their 50. And then, I mean, Tampa Bay, it was some kind of a cover one where there are a cover one or a zero cover, which means there's no safety over the top. So there goes. Well, I think it was a zero cover because if it was a cover one, that safety might have been up around the line of scrimmage. Uh, I didn't see it. there was, or he might have rolled to the other side. But I don't know why you would roll to the another to another side when you have Cooper Cup running up the middle. I don't know why you would do that. But I think it was zero coverage. I want to say it was zero. And Stafford hung in there, dropped a dime to Cooper Cup, got blasted by Dominican Sue, and dropped a dime to Cooper Cup. Well done. Matt Stafford, he's freaking here. Tremendous play by the former Detroit Lion, and I am glad to see it. I love it. I love everything about it. I I was so I wasn't happy that Brady's not going to be in the playoffs. You are a complete, absolute freaking moron of a football fan if you don't want to watch Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, guys like that play in championship games, guys like that play in big time games. You are an absolute moron, and I am. I was just so upset. I was so upset to see so many people. I'm, I'm glad we're not going to see Tom Brady. I'm glad we're not going to see this guy. I'm glad blah, 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 blah. Aaron Rodgers. Blah, 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 blah. You got your bait. Your betas. Your betas, beta, 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 whatever it is, that's what you are. Okay. I wanted to go small, small ween, small peen energy, but I don't know if that's, I don't know if we can go that way. You know, I don't know if I can go that route, but you're definitely, you're definitely on the, um, on the, I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) but I was just, I hate that when I hear. Oh, I'm glad I don't get to see this guy. I'm glad I, you don't want to watch greatness. You don't want to see greatness play football. If your team is out and your team is not involved, you don't want to watch greatness. I'd rather watch this guy and that guy. That's going to be an ass of a football game. Watch, just watch. You're gonna you're gonna get what you want, and I mean, just watch. But freaking great game. Tom Brady did it again. Comes back. Doesn't win this time. But he comes back, and I, I just—I don't know. I think he might be done. <laughs> I mean, that—that that dude's just as just as difficult to to figure out as Aaron Rodgers is. I think Aaron Rodgers is more difficult to figure out because he's got that, well, you know, man. I don't know, man. That kind of attitude. Tom Brady's more focused. Tom Brady is more of an adult. I feel like than Aaron Rodgers is, but we're more mature. I I should say. Uh, he's got kids and. That, that that does that stuff to you. Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have any. He hasn't experienced, experienced it yet. But tip my hat off to Tom Brady and what he did, TB12. He's he's the freaking GOAT, man. He's there. He's the GOAT. He does what he does. <laughs> and it's just it's just like I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to see greatness. I just don't get it. Hats off to Matt Stafford. Even though they tried to give the ball, even though they tried to give that game away as best as they could, he still hung in there. Big guts, big nuts, however you want to put it. Big time throw to Cooper Cup to set up the game-winning field goal. Great, great game. Coming back on the other side, though, we're going to get into the Kansas City football, the Kansas City-Buffalo Bills game, and I will introduce my newest segment, the Ball Watcher segment, and I will call out all the ball watchers that I see um, that are 
that just just and I will go over what a ball watcher means, but there's a lot of crap to get into with that Buffalo Bills Kansas City football game and especially at the end of the game. So hang tight for that, and then I hopefully will throw in some uh, um, head coaching news if I have time. If not, we'll get into that Wednesday. But hang tight here, right here on Elevation58Sports.com. Missed anything during the week from our live shows? Maybe a hot take or hilarious exchange? A groundbreaking opinion or money-making prediction? The BLL is, I'm pretty sure, going to eliminate the MLL very shortly. If not this season, probably next season. Work on getting another receiver right now. Yeah, another offensive lineman. Joker was totally out the picture. Because when he's out there, he's like a sack of potatoes. No worries, we've got you covered. Head on over to Elevation5280Sports.com and click on the Shows tab or to Mixcloud and search Elevation5280 Sports and all of our podcasts are right there at your fingertips. For those listeners who didn't feel that, we just had another one, baby. Elevation5280Sports.com. Careful, it's tough to breathe up here. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by Wix.com. Creating a website has never been easier. Stop this The greatest NFL football game ever played could have been played last night. And I'm talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. A game, I mean, that on paper, the Bills went into KC earlier in the season and beat them. <clears throat> and going into this game, what I paid attention to the most, or what I kept hearing about the most about this game was the line in Vegas. I think it was one and a half, two and a half, but it started out, I want to say at three, at three, and then it went to, and then it was like at one. I don't know what it finished at, but it was the closest game of the whole, of the whole weekend, if I'm not mistaken as far as the spread goes. Now, what does that mean? That means that the the experts, the handicappers, the people that put get these things, get the lines out and everything for the gambit. And, and, and I'm going to have a point to this, so just relax. Feel like that this game was going to be close. The handicappers, the v- Vegas that's the way. I, that's the way I'm gonna put it. Cause I don't. I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel like saying handicappers. Like I know what I'm talking about when I say freaking handicappers. Cause I don't know what the hell a handicapper is. Um, I'm thinking, you know, Vegas sports book. I'm thinking that you got, <laughs> you got Uncle Joey and Big Vito and Little Tony and and they're they're in the back out. They're they're in the back room of a of a sandwich shop. You know with the board in the back handicapping games. That's what I'm thinking is going on. I've watched too many mob movies probably or, but that's what I got in my head. Those people thought it was going to be a close game. Those people thought that we were going to see what we saw. One of the greatest football games in NFL history, arguably a lot of people said that. Was it the greatest game I've ever seen? I can't say that. No. Uh, it, it was the greatest NFL game I've ever seen. Maybe. You know, the uh, the the 
The Super Bowl with the Bronco, the first Bronco Super Bowl was pretty freaking good. Uh, that had a lot more, you know, um, I guess when I was, because I was, when they won the Super Bowl for, I was like 13 or 14. Maybe, yeah, I, I, was, I was 13 or 14, something like that. And I mean, that was a hell of a football game. I've, the, the thing is, is that I have been, I've watched and I've been a part of a lot of football games in different ways, different situations as a coach and as an official. And I've been a part of games as an official high school football games that were a lot better than that game that I watched last night. So I can't say that that was the greatest game I've ever seen in my life because I've been involved. There's two high school football games that, that there was one this year and there's one a couple years ago. It was evergreen uh, taking on Meade. That was a tremendous football game. But anyway, it is being looked at as one of the greatest football games ever played. And it came down to the wire in every sense of the word coming down. What If you would think whatever you would picture coming down to the wire is in your mind, this football game did it. I'm not going to, I'm going to spare you all the plays and everything, how we got to the point, because it was like 14. I, I felt like it was seven, seven, 14, 14, uh, one, you know, the chiefs would score. Here come the bills. The bills would score. Here come the chiefs. It was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth the whole game, the whole game coming down the stretch, bill score, go up, which in all intents and purposes, Game over. 13 seconds. 13 seconds from when the Bills scored to go up or kicked the field goal to go up and till the game was over. Plenty of things you can do if you're the Buffalo Bills. In that situation, 13 seconds left in the game for you to punch your ticket to the AFC championship game. Plenty of things you can do, right? I'm sure they practiced it. I'm sure Sean McDermott has practiced this situation, gone through it in his head. Uh, Maybe even has something written down on his play sheet. Maybe has a different play sheet for these, for situations like this. As a special teams coach and the head coach, where do you, are you going to your special teams Guy, are you saying, hey, I need something here. We've practiced for this. What do you got for me here? What are you going to do here? Plenty of options. Plenty of options. They went, they and the Buffalo Bills went with the kick it deep option. A lot of people were saying, hey, why didn't they kick it? Why didn't they squib it? Why didn't they kick a squib? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Well, here's the thing. Just because you, the kicking team, being meaning the Bills, are going to come out and do something like squib the football, uh, do a pop up kick, maybe. You don't. You don't think that the off that the that the kicking the the, the receiving team they're they're going to be prepared for something like that? That they're not going to have something in their in, in their in their back pocket in their mindset like don't you think those players were coached up like hey this is what you're going to do in this situation if this happens this is what you do in this situation this guy just for example just just for example 
Let's say they did squib it. Well, here's the thing. If you understand football and how the game works, when, or or, I'm not even say rules because this is this is just the how the game works. And and this is where I'm going to go off on a tangent here with this with what I'm going where I'm going right now. And it's going to go into the overtime and all that stuff, but just bear with me. When you kick during a kick play, a free kick play, which is what this is. This is a free kick play. This is not a scrimmage kick play. When the ball is kicked, the clock does not start until it is possessed, until you see the referee wind his hand to start the clock. Receiving teams are told if there is a pop-up kick to fair catch that. In this situation, this is what they are told. You fair catch it because you can fair catch a free kick. If the kick is squibbed, those receivers are told, fall on the football. Just fall on it. Not pick it up and run with it. So if you do squib it, if you do hit a pop-up, say you hit a bad squib and it goes 20, 30 yards. Say you hit a bad pop-up and it does the same thing. There's chances for that to happen. But if your whole purpose is to kill time by squibbing it or doing a pop-up kick, you're going to fail miserably. Because as soon as that ball is touched, I mean, you're going to give up, I mean, maybe a second or two in the situation if you squib it, when you have a player falls on the ball and the, and the time that it takes for the player to fall on the ball and get touched down there is something where it could be a couple seconds. Because remember, this is the NFL. If a player goes to the ground and is down on the ground, he needs to be touched to be down. He can't just be down like in college or high school. If you go down to the ground, you're done. Play's over. So, I don't know, maybe the Bills, if they if they instruct their, their kicking, to, hey, if the guy goes down on the ground, then don't touch him. Don't. But at the same time, the officials are going to blow the whistle. The play's dead, play's over, nobody's doing anything. You're not, as an official in a, in, in a free kick play, you're not going to sit there. And wait for your wait for that player to make a move. Wait for that player to do something. You're going to kill the play, even though, and especially knowing in a situation where the clock is going to be running down and all that stuff, you, the situation and the way things are, the squib kick is only going to maybe get you a second or two off, maybe. Now you're hoping for that that player to to maybe muff the ball and it to bounce around. Clock's running. Maybe you recover it. Maybe at the at the very least, you kill five seconds. I understand that. I'm with you on that. If that's what your if that's what your goal is, okay, I get it. But the Bills decided to kick it deep. Thirteen seconds. Okay. I'm not mad at that. That's not where the Bills lost. That's not that. That's not. That wasn't where the Bills made the mistake. So all you ball watchers, we're gonna go right into the seg- my first ball watcher segment. What is a ball watcher? Very, very, very simple. A ball watcher is a is somebody who watches a sporting event and watches the ball the entire time. Well, Matt, what else are you supposed to watch? You're right. Now I don't I don't I don't mind if you're if you're a ball watcher. 
But what I am seeing is too many ball watcher analysts, too many ball watcher talker football people, people that sit with headphones on in front of a mic and talk spew BS out of their mouths that they have no clue what the hell they're talking about. You could tell that they're ball watchers. And a ball watcher is somebody who watches just the ball. And in a case where you have these analysts, these blue checkmark people, people that should know better, they hit you with something that in this situation, they should have scribbed it. You should have did this as soon as the ball, it, it, the, when the ball's kicked, the time start like this, this is, this is, this is ball watcher mentality. This is what ball watchers do. This is what ball watchers think because all they do is watch the ball. They don't know what else is going on in the play. They don't know what else is going on uh, uh, on the offensive line, in the backfield, in the defensive backfield, on the sidelines. They don't know what's going on. Now, yeah, now in a football game, do you mostly see the ball? Yeah, okay, yeah, you do. But I'm telling you right now, there are times where I've watched the entire football game and I don't even remember, and I don't even know what the hell happened during the play. I'm sorry, I, sh- I should say, I should say, I watched a, a half of football or a series, and I don't even know what the hell happened on in the play because I wasn't watching the ball. I was watching what the, deep, what, 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 what the lineman with the left tackle, right tackle. I was watching what the running backs were doing. I was watching what the, what the, what the inside linebacker was doing, how he was reacting. I was watching to a, to a corner or a safety. Whatever I could see, if I got fixated on something else, that's what I'm watching. I can't sit and watch a ball. The ball watchers were out in full force, and they still are out there. They're still out there. This game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, like I said before, probably one of the greatest NFL football games ever played. It goes into overtime. The Buffalo Bills couldn't stop Pat Mahomes for whatever reason. For whatever reason. They had... 11 seconds. The Kansas, I'm sorry, I should take that back. The Kansas City Chiefs had 13 seconds, and they only needed 11 seconds to get in position to kick a field goal to tie the game to go into overtime. That's where the Bills lost the football game. Right there. You couldn't stop a Kansas City team. I don't care. I don't care if you have Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You've played an entire football game against these two guys. And this is the time you decide to go into some kind of, uh, I hate the word prevent defense, but that's what it is. The old prevent defense that prevents you from winning. You go into that mode. You go into that, to, in, in, into that, um, that shell. 11 seconds. The game's tied. We're going to overtime. Overtime rules are in the NFL postseason. The winner of the coin toss will 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 pick if they want to go on offense or defense. Pretty much always going to pick offense. And the first team that scores a touchdown, listen, 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 listen. The first team that scores a touchdown or a safety wins the football game. I didn't say the first offensive team. I said the first team that scores a touchdown 
or a safety wins the football game, okay? Yes, of course, offensively, you're on the field, you're trying to score. Yeah, that's that's where you're going to get the touchdowns from, but did you hear what I said again? The first team. So if you get a turnover and you run it back for a touchdown, game over. If you, as a defense, safety, force a safety on this team, on the offense, game is over. You have opportunities as a defense to end the game. You have opportunities as a defense to win the game. I understand. I you, you win the coin toss, offense go down the field and whatever. I understand that whole mindset and that the ball watcher mentality. I get it. But you still have a defense. You still have a team that is out on the field that still gives you a chance to win the football game. Your defense can score a touchdown. Your defense can force a safety. Game over for you if your defense does that. Or, crazy, huh? Or, there's, there's another option here. You stop them. Hold them to a field goal at least. Hold them to a field goal at least. Then your offense gets a chance to go and score a touchdown, win the game. I, I don't understand. All the ball watchers, the ball watcher mentality. We need to change the overtime rules. The overtime rules are garbage. The overtime rules are this, blah, 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 blah. That wasn't unfair. That was fair. That wasn't fair. Blah, blah, blah. That all, I, I could go on and on and on and on. People with blue check marks, well-respected analysts, I should say, I don't even know how to call these people analysts because there has been so many times in the past month where these people, these ball watchers come out and say, dumb, dumb, stupid thing where you could tell that they don't, they may have all the inside information on a football team, on the league. They may know every single player inside and out because of all these stats that they've studied, because being around the team, they, they may they may know all the front office people, they may know all kinds of that, those that inside stuff. But when it comes to the actually knowing what the hell's going on in a football game, they have no freaking clue. No clue. But they're gonna they're gonna sit up there with their blue check mark and they're gonna just they're gonna pound the table and and get all these all these 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 people right now, these these fans, these these People that follow them, that look look to them for for a kind of, any kind of explanation or some kind of information, they're going to spew all this BS out there when they have no clue what they are talking about. That's all I heard. Each offense should get a chance to to win the game. Each each we should do this. It, it should be like college football. I want to tell you something. That game. Last night, I would love to see that game go on and on and on. I get you. I, 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 I agree with you on that. So if you're saying, Mr. Ball Watcher person, Mr. or Mrs. There's a lot of Mrs. Ball Watchers too, Mike. <laughs> Woo, holy smokes. There are a lot. Of, oh, boy. Just, just hold on. Just listen here. I, I will agree with you, Mr. and Mrs. Ball Watcher, that that game, I would love to see that game go on forever. If you would say just for that game tonight, let's let's give the offensive chance. I, I would throw my hands up and say, okay, fine. But that they're not all like that. There's some there's some crap overtime games, even in the playoffs. Like you run into a six to six game, and then six nine is your 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 end. Like, and and 
do you, you want to see that type of football game go on and on and on and on? Like there's reasons why the rule is in place. There's reasons why the rule is there. You played four quarters of football. You couldn't get, you couldn't get the game decided then. So now you get an extra period to decide the game, but it's it's we're not you're not playing another game. You're not playing another game. This isn't the this isn't the NBA. This isn't foot or, or baseball where you have a two three games or I'm sorry three three five seven game series. We're not doing that. Overtime is meant to finish the game to get the game over with. It's not fair. You should have won it. In, you should have won it in, in regulation. If you're gonna bitch and complain about it being fair, it's not fair. Blah 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 blah. They should have this offense. This offense should get a, get an opportunity too. You should have finished it during regulation. You should have stopped them in the 11 seconds that you you couldn't do that. The Bills and and then it was like four or five plays that, that it took KC to score the winning touchdown or some some bull drive like that. It was it was ridiculous. The Buffalo Bills pooped the bed defensively in that last tooth in that last six minute stretch. Absolutely 100% pooped the bed. There's no other ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can't blame the rules. You can't blame any of that because if they stop the Chiefs when there's 13 seconds left in the game and they hold them away out of field goal range. The game is over. If and even if the defense gets another shot to stop them, hold them to a field goal there, can't do it. That was the reason why the Bills lost. Nothing to do with the overtime rules. All you ball watcher, cry baby, beta, small peen energy people out there, my God, buck up. Get over it. And read a football is for dummies book. I, something, something, because I don't know what to do. I'm sitting at a sports bar. I don't know if it's really a sports bar. This is called. It's, it's old, I was sitting in old Chicago last weekend watching football. And 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 the reason why I'm so upset about these ball watchers that, especially around here, around town, man, you look at. You look at Twitter, you look at whatever you can look at, and it is full of them. The people that should know, the people that have all the all the answers, all the inside information. I mean, there's they, they got and there's so many freaking different types of of Bronco uh, outlets out out there where you you got you got ball watching fans that are trying to that, that that have a following, you know, respect and shout out to them for working their butts off to get that following. But now you got the following. Let's try to understand what you're talking about more. Let's try to understand the actual football game because I'm going to tell you right now. When it comes down to the football aspect, when it comes down to to the game of football, I'm not talking Xs and Os. I'm talking the game of football. I will put what I know, my experience and my knowledge up with anybody in this market when it comes to that. I will do that because I am that confident that I know what the hell I'm talking about. I've had so much experience being a part of a football game in many different levels. Yeah, I haven't seen the pro level yet, but I've seen the college level. 
and I've seen the high school level. And if, and if you want to throw it out there, I've seen the semi-pro level. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel weird saying that, but just because of what it is, what it is, there's a lot of, there is a lot of situations where, but they're, it's, the thing is that I have seen the game of football. I have experienced the game of football. I have been a part of managing. I've been a part of running the game of football in different aspects that I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I'm sorry to all you, all you fans and all you people that, that look to people, that look, that look for information, that look for something, and they keep getting this crap, this, this, this uneducated an, anal, anal, analyze, analyzation. I don't even know what you call it. I'm sorry. And I want you to know that I'm here for you. There is no, we don't like ball watchers. There's no ball watchers here. I am here for you. I am. That's going to do it for today's show. I'm back, baby. I am back better than ever. I'm going to be here 100% of the time. We are rolling. We are cooking with peanut oil. I finally got all my BS that I needed to get taken care of to where I can be here and do this three times a week and, and even more. There's even more stuff coming down the pipe. So bear with me. Hang on. Follow me on all the socials. Matt Mascarinas one on Twitter. House Dad Matt on Instagram. Facebook. Follow us at Elevation58Sports.com. On all the other Twitter, uh, Instagram. Follow us there. Make sure if you do uh, catch us via the podcast that you are giving us a rating, that you're giving us a review, and subscribe to it. Let us know. We, we, let us know how you feel. If you want to talk crap, if you want to think I'm, I'm 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 full of crap, which I am full of crap. Get at me on Twitter. Let's let's have a discussion. I love talking to you guys. I love talking to you guys. So that's going to do it for today. Thank you very much for joining me. A little bit of a long show today. I apologize for that, but that's the way it is. That's going to do it for me. Like I said, thank you, each and every one of you, for tuning in and listening. I love I love you all. And um, even the ball watchers, look, we're gonna convert you, okay? Understand what I'm gonna, I'm gonna, under, I'm gonna, ha, I'm gonna explain to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you really, really keyed in on what a ball watcher is over over these next shows, and, and then we'll really get going. I'm really gonna get you guys out of the ball watching mentality, so you can be better fans and understand more of the football and understand more of the game you're watching. Now, I'm not just talking about football, man. Hey, look, hey, I'm not just a one sport dude here. All right. I have a lot of experiences with a lot of sports in the same ways that I've already described. Coaching, officiating, and in some playing. Okay? Very, very different experiences. Very, very different learning. Very, very different ways of looking at the game. And I'm going to bring all that to you. Just meet me here. Be there or be square. Right? That's going to do it for me. There it is. There it was. Thank you very much. I am Matt Mascarenes. This is Sports Shorts. Good night now.
all gotta get. Streaming live on your computer and on your smartphhone. Check out elevation5280sports.com for all the information you need. Download the apps, put in the link and you're good to go on the go. Elevation5280sports.com. Careful. Careful. It's tough to breathe up here.